0: Hey dear Tyler, good morning and how are you doing? I hope you're good, I hope you're fine. It's Friday, TGIF, thank God it's Friday. Um, Usually one of the happiest (laughs) days of the week for a lot of people, especially if you're a working class citizen, got a job or something, especially if it's 9 to 5. Fridays are like the high point days. So how was the last episode? I really hope you enjoyed it, that was just yesterday. I really do hope you enjoyed it though. Um, And so, yeah, I'm just keeping up with the whole energy um, so far. I want to keep it up so that we'd have content as much as possible, right? Um, I really do hope that the last episode helped and um, it brought some level of, let's say, some level of um, clarity to us, right? Very important. Anyway, so today... Um, the topic I want to really discuss on is, um, you know, go outside, go outside. Now, for someone like me, and I'm sure we're a lot, I am a super, super introvert. I, you know, I think I think Dear Tyler deceives people, (laughs) deceives people in the sense that it gives people the impression that, oh, this guy must be an amazing conversationalist, like he talks a lot, Um, he's the outgoing type, he's the, uh, well, you know, for the, based on the fact uh, of the art that we do, you know, so I, I do music, right? So it means that I'm going to engage with a lot of people, right? I'm going to be on stage, Um, a lot of the times right a lot of the time rather i'm going to meet people having to teach people some particular things so there there would be need for me to be a little bit more expressive in those terms right but generally i am an introvert now there's this very very spooky stuff about me and my family we can be very very funny people all of us are are very comfortable in our space i think I think it's just um my younger sister, one of my younger sisters, right, that is particularly the outgoing type. she's the one that could just call us randomly like I just called to check up on you. It's been a while I heard from you. Do you understand while the rest of us are just like, yeah in fact what what we do is we have a family whatsapp group, right me yeah, and my siblings have family whatsapp group where If we want to just send an information instead of telling everybody, we just post it on that group. Right? Now, me and my brother, me and my younger brother are very, very funny people. We stay together in Abuja. Right? Same house, everything. But we can do a week that would not see each other. The only thing that would ever bring us together is probably the car key. Do you understand? Hey like okay i need the car key and usually maybe i'll give him through my window and then maybe sometimes i just enter his room pick the car key if i'm going out so depending on you know the the way things work generally now um i think there was a period for like a full week a full week me and my brother didn't see literally for a full week i didn't see if he needed anything right um so I stay in, like, the portion of the house where I stay in has is where the parlor is. And so um, they have an extra key. My siblings have an extra key. So I just lock the parlor with one of my keys and then, you know, go into the main room. And so if they need anything from the parlor, they don't need to call me or anything. They have their key. They just come, open the parlor, pick it up. When they're going out, they lock it up. So literally, that's how we lived. And for, like, a week plus... I didn't see my brother. If I needed anything, we would be in the same household. I could call him, or he would call me, you understand, or send me a WhatsApp chat. So that's how we can be. We are so comfortable in our own space, um, for whatever reason. Mine can be a little bit, like, very, very terrible. I can spend weeks, weeks, as long as I've got food and a nice power source, nothing will take me outside. We're not to take me outside, so i don 't know if I would call that being a hyper introvert right and um, over time, I had prided myself in this particular personality right so today i 'm really talking about being an introvert I prided myself in that personality because I felt like it saved me from social interactions right? so a lot of people ask me, and they 're like um like, okay, binga, you're friendly, you know how to make friends. And I tell them something. I say, I love making friends. But the process of making friends is emotionally draining for me, right? So it's very, very stressful. It takes a lot of energy out of me to do that, right? And that's what it looks like most times. Um, making friends, it's easy for me. The communication after the um, initial contact is where the challenge comes in. I... I really just don't like to, you know, have those conversations, right? So I'm not a social person, really, really not a social person. So I think most times what people get to see about my life is usually maybe if it's like a church program or maybe we're having, um, I was invited for administration or something, you know, so the whole um, the whole um, curtsy, right, that is demanded from being um, invited, you know, just being respectful to people, you know, just trying to make people feel comfortable. And sometimes the leadership demands that come in some certain places demand you to do some certain things, right? Otherwise, not really, it's just very quiet and on my own. So this stuff happens to me. If I go out for like an event, the first few moments I can talk, 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 But after a few moments, maybe like an hour or so, I literally withdraw into my shell. And, you know, I'm looking for any space where I can just be alone. And it just makes me feel a little bit safe. So, one day, my... Now, the truth is that... In as much as it, like I said, it creates some certain level of safety because I don't have to go through social interactions. It means I don't get into um, misunderstandings with people because I don't have conversations with them. I don't have to have commitment, um, um, commitment issues. Do you understand? Because I am always physically absent. Do you understand? So you could always assume that hey Bingai is, you know, busy doing something, he's not around and all. You get so the reason why we didn't see Bingai is because he's so caught up in something. And yeah, maybe doing some work, but it's not like a do or die affair like if this work is not done, um the world is gonna crumble. Nah, it's not that. So I um I realized that in as much as it was beneficial to me, uh it was, it was also quite dangerous. It was also quite dangerous. Because I, I intend one day to be able to live with somebody, right? So, as I'm single now, I don't want to be single forever, right? I don't want... Like, literally, I don't want... Um, I want to be able to live with somebody and also to be physically present with the person, right? Now, um, one day, you know, I was just around, and then a friend of mine, very, very cool friend of mine awesome guy he called me out and was like okay he was celebrating his he celebrated his birthday within March period right I think a few days after mine and he was like um we're having a birthday hangout and would love me to be around so I just thought about it and I was like I was already you know emotionally stressed you know considering the death of my nephew and then some other piling issues that were coming up for me personally so I was like typically stressed and i was like you know just go out and blow some steam let's go out and blow some steam so i was like okay cool no problem Until so when the day reached you know drove down to the place i was like the first person there i just sat down in the car and apparently i carried my guitar so i will just play the guitar and then when they came over you know um we just sat down and we were talking we were just in um we went to junkyard now for people that stay in Abuja and are the outgoing type, I'm sure junkyard is probably one of the least places that you would consider like giving a good impression. But for me, that hardly goes out. I really enjoyed their food. Like okay, the quality of their food, especially their chapman. Like presently now I'm hoping that <laughs> one day I'll just have enough money to go back there and have their chapman again because I I really, really, really enjoyed it. It was really, really nice. So, you know, people, he came with his friends, you know, and, we, you know, we just started having discussions. We just started talking. We were talking, we were talking and talking and talking and talking. We spoke for like two hours. The conversation was just so soothing, right? I learned so much because I think majority of them were either married or they were um, engaged in some way. And, you know, me being the single Pringle that it was, um a little bit hilarious, you know, but um they were like asking me okay Binga why are you single and then you know I just spoke about some certain things and you know they they you know they gave me their advice, you know, we cracked jokes, you know, we threw shades at each other, just different stuff. And it was it was it was wholesome. It was wholesome. Like I don't know maybe because it was i was I was in the presence of people that didn't really know so much about me or not not really that or maybe you know especially when you're in the presence of people that hold you in high esteem there is a certain way you want to behave you get there's this decorum that you've got to keep so but for me I was you know I, I was just in a place with with people just just I won't call them random but I don't think they had a perception of me that would put me in, in an intimidating situation. you understand? So I didn't have to be all peach and perfect for them. Now, I'm not saying that the other people that I go out with, you know, I hang out with, are doing that. But then I think subconsciously, because of the position that you occupy in their lives or within their community, it subconsciously, you know, just triggers that kind of action. But over here, it was just like free-flowing. And... um it was also very nice, right, to be in the presence of people who had really gone ahead of me. Right? Um, these guys are super, you know, business people. You know, IT guru that's handling a business like a massive, massive business, um talking to a lady in an agri firm, you know, just doing things, people that have really, really stepped up ahead. Now, for me, initially, I thought that it was going to be a very, very intimidating process because you'll be looking at your life and you'll be like, okay, hey, Bingo, what have you actually achieved? What have you actually done? Do you understand? And um, I think, honestly, sometimes for a lot of us, it seems very threatening to be in the presence of people that are ahead of you, right? Talking to a building constructor, you know, talking about, you know, I'm, the way they were mentioning, like, money, you know, we were talking about... You know, some of us, when we're doing things, we're like... Ah, you see this project that we're doing right now. The first thing we need now is to settle some bills. You know, about 5, 10, 15k. These guys are talking in millions. Right? And it was the... It was the the casualness to their, <laughs> to their... To their discussions. And I realised that it wasn't threatening. Because they were not trying to make an impression. It was... It was just, you know, like an honest discussion of people that really wanted to find out how to make things better. You know, they spoke about their little frailties. You know, what they've gone through. It was so holistic. I enjoyed it. And one of the things that they said is that, please, let's be doing this often. In my mind, I was like, please, whenever... I didn't, you know, blurt it out. But I was like, whenever you guys want to do it, please just call me. Like, I, I so enjoyed it. And it was so wholesome. And when I was driving... Um, when I, when I left, you know, I was driving back. Um, in fact, one of the ladies there was like, I listened to Dear Tyler, and she said that I know you don't know me, but I'm a fan of Dear Tyler, and I listen to it as much as I can, so I know a little bit about your story. Like you're doing great stuff, you know. And it was like, my God, um, just imagine the people. Do inter- in fact they were even trying to because when they asked me, Okay Binka, you single? I was like, yeah, they were like so they're not even you know, um they were suggesting some of their friends, would well, this person be like, nah, this person will be this, yeah, this person will not feel Binka. Yeah. But I think it was just that I felt something different. I think a lot of introverts are not just introverts because of, you know, personality sick or so. Something definitely triggered it and I um, was staying indoors. Is is us trying to avoid something? Like, it's usually us trying to avoid something, um, and because maybe we spend so much time overthinking possibilities, overthinking certain situations, um, it makes us just decide like, let me just stay in my comfort zone. Let me stay in my safe place. But when I drove, you know, back because I was heading over for another meeting throughout the whole meeting I was like father thank you like the the whole concept of iron sharpness iron became real to me from just a hangout it was like friends really just wanting to bond really just wanting to help like the married guys were really telling us okay you know our marriage isn't just you know all of these other things you have to understand your spouse you know my wife does this my husband does this you know and I thought I was like this on the hair. But, 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 you know, and they were bringing out real situations, you know. And it was, like, really nice. There was this sense of hope that they created, right? And I was like, Father, thank you. I think the problem is, um, is not just about me not wanting to go out, but then making the right choice of going out or, uh, or who to go out with, you know, hang out and stuff. Um... Another thing that happened within that whole conversation is that I felt like I was the least right in a lot of achievements. I felt like I was the least in a lot of achievements there, but they asked for my contribution and when I was speaking, it was the attentiveness to their um, that they gave me like they were listening to me and they were like, "No what you're saying is true what you're saying is true. I was like, these are guys that can literally employ me <laughs> do you understand and employ me and employ some of my family members I will be cool and they're literally listening to my own contribution and taking note of it you understand where they felt um, I was you know where they had their own differing opinion they spoke and they're like uh, I, I can see why you're saying this but I believe that it's better this way so it was just you know so beautiful And I told myself, I said, hey, Binka, you need to go outside more. You see this thing that they call exposure. It would help you more than you can imagine. There there are many times, especially for us introverts, we become lords and masters in our mind. So in our minds, we can figure out so amazing things. We are deeply creative people because we spend so much time in solitude that we're able to you know, meditate and contemplate over certain things. So we see things in a different light. But most of our energy remains in the imaginative state, right? And we're not able to communicate and rub minds with the people that actually make things work, right? A lot of introverts are the ones, I'm not saying that it's them, but usually introverts are the ones that battle things like depression, right? Because they don't have anybody to talk to, they're not able to release, you know, some of the pain, the concerns, their hurt, um, some of their issues, right? So a lot of times introverts are the ones that have issues with depression. And like I said, they may be the extremely creative type of people. But because of them being so much of an introvert and not relating with people, they're never really able to execute a lot of, of plans. There is something that staying within a circle of um, achievers don't, does to you, right? Especially if you're in a healthy circle. Like these people are just high achievers and, you know, they're, they're very constructive in their manner of approach right so there's definitely a circle of people that just want to intimidate you and make you feel less than you but then some other people are really just you know sharing knowledge looking for opportunities and you know drawing out wisdom from certain conversations right and so much can happen for you if you go outside so much can happen for you if you go outside let me give a perfect example for a lot of us, this may resonate to us with us, right? You come over to a place, and the first thing, maybe in your church, something happens, and then you go out some somewhere, and maybe you're having a discussion with somebody, and the first thing you say, "But in my church, we don't do it like that. We don't do it like that. In my church, we don't do it like that." Your church may have a way of doing it. It doesn't mean it's the best way. It doesn't mean it's the best way. When I was in when I was in Zaria, I had a mindset and. Um, an ideology as to how music should be done right so there were certain things that we did um i did let me speak for myself there are certain things that i did and i had in mind and i thought that that was the way music should be done and um i wasn't really you know taking out time to to figure out certain things you know explore and I remember Apostle keep on telling us like expose yourself, expose yourself, go out, learn, see different things. Things happen in different ways, right? The best that you are is not the best that there is. So, uh, you know, still with my own limited mind, and because I had phone and small data, I just felt like um, I could post stuff. And you know, being in a circle of people where they really respect you, whatever opinion that you have is usually um, is usually you know. The law there, do you understand? It's like the golden rule or golden law. It's it's just held in high esteem. And I had my thoughts and ideas about singing until one of my brothers, Jimmy, took out time to explore this whole concept of singing. Jimmy will spend days and hours, you know, reading about the voice. I felt it was pointless initially. I was like, why is this guy really? All you need to do is just sing because he has a lovely voice. When he started teaching us about certain things, I was like, my goodness. And I was, you know, exploring it, and I saw the results change. I was like, this guy was in our room, same room, but he left the room. It started making sense what the apostle was saying, you know, that he was in his one room, but he had left the room since. That's what Jimmy did. When God gave me the privilege to physically move out to Zaria, and I moved to Abuja, I got connected with one of um, a very dear um, friend of mine, who's a mentor in many ways, Pastor Chubi. And Pastor Chubi, you know, invited me to his team. Um, he said, okay, Bingai, I know you do music in Zaria and everything, so would you love to be part of my team? I was like, yeah, I'd watched some of his videos, I, I really enjoyed it. When I went for their first rehearsal, it was different from every rehearsal I'd ever gone for. There was something about it, you know. Then I now met Oche, and I I went for some live recording sessions that he did, you know, just those different exposures from time to time, you know, moving from one place to the other. And something literally changed about me. Um, I felt, I, I worked with Oche on some certain things, and I felt like I was the weakest link. But my presence in that place exposed me and made me a better musician. Right, Made me a better musician. We need to be comfortable enough to go outside of our comfort zone to learn from those people that have really gone ahead. Whatever is keeping you locked up in your own world, if it is not the... If it is not the... the the instructions of the spirit and that instruction will always be for a season. It will always be for a season. If it is not by that instruction, then go out and learn. Go out and learn. Go out and learn. Years ago, I, I, I used to have this book where I used to write down a lot of things that the spirit of God used to share with me. And apparently when I left Zaria, my first missionary journey out of Zaria, um, I lost the book. But one of the quotes that I would never forget, the Spirit of God told me that there are two ways to learn a thing: by discovery and by discussion. And those who learn by discussion always learn faster. Said so experience is your best experience is the best teacher, but it doesn't have to be yours. Experience is the best teacher, right? But it doesn't have to be yours. Now, I was able to glean from a lot of knowledge from these people what happens to a lot of us that have so gotten used to the whole intro uh, introvert kind of system and character is that we we invest so much time in discovery while you're going out and relating with people ahead of you a simple discussion can save you two three years of discovery simple discussion Right, So, when I was 100 level, no, 200 level in ABU then, studying math, I can't remember it now because I was just like um, cramming, but then there was this course that we did, I think it's abstract analysis, where there are actually mathematical proofs as to why 2 plus 2 is 4, like you can actually prove it, there are mathematical proofs as to why 2 plus 2 is 4 you get and why some certain answers are some certain answers but the reason why we learned it is to be able to build our abstract knowledge you know to be able to think outside of the box to learn how to manipulate numbers and all but i don't necessarily have to prove that to be able to learn mathematics because somebody has taken out the time to do it and so now I can glean on the person's knowledge I don't have to discover why 2 plus 2 is 4 somebody has done it right? and I can now benefit from the person's knowledge so the person's knowledge is like a stepping stone for me I don't have to build my own structure I just have to um, leverage on the structure already built by somebody and all of his success um, stories follow me that's how it works and that's what happens when you expose yourself. Yes, your church doesn't do it that way, but is that the best way that it can be done? Oh yes, your organization doesn't do it that way, but is that the best way that it can be done? Oh, your team doesn't do it that way, or um this is not how we're brought up. Okay, fine, but is that the best way that certain things can be done? So I sit down nowadays, you know, um, you know, I watch videos online, I, I I, you know, expose myself because I'm so into music, so into podcasting, so into all of this media stuff. So I'm watching, I'm learning, I'm seeing new stuff. Um, I, apparently, right, I listen to people who teach English. I do. doesn't mean that I can't speak. No, I can't speak. But there are certain words that these people use that tend to carry a stronger weight. So I, I listen to them, learn the words, try to apply the words in certain scenarios I listen to public speakers people that teach on how to be a better public speaker so that I can avoid all the oohs and the ums and you know all of those kind of things exposing myself consistently watching music watching people that play the guitar you know all of these things it's very very important that you expose yourself get the proper exposure Get the proper exposure. Create a circle that will motivate you to grow. Create a circle that will motivate you to grow. It's very, very important. Create a circle that will motivate you to grow. If you feel at any point in time that you're struggling financially, right? Just using examples of struggling financially. What you should do is stay within the circle of people that are prospering or who are managing their finances well. It may sting your ego because within that time, it may be very clear that you don't have your hand on your finances, that you've not figured it out. But with time, with persistence and diligence, you'll glean lessons from them that will pull you out of that um, certain setting. Many times it's your association that pulls you out of certain circumstances. So you could be in debt, you could be... You know, heavily undergoing something and these guys are just okay let's contribute and get this person out of that so that the person's mind will be clear and teaching the principles of wealth you know okay so let's work with this um, same thing with music oh you've got a music challenge usually when I teach people music right in any way or form I tell them one of the best things to do is to be in a community of people that sing find a certain set of people that sing that represent your own desire of excellence at that point in time find them, stay with them. I would, you, a lot of things will be learned more subconsciously than you just moving up and down, searching for anything. Being a community of people that sing. On Wednesday, a group is coming over to Abuja that I love so much. One-to-one seller. And when I just saw it, you know, um, I, I saw that they were coming over to Abuja. I didn't know the date. And so I asked them on YouTube. Instantly sent me um, that okay they coming on the 19th and directed me on where I should register but straight up I didn't even waste time you know with the data that I have now quickly went and I registered and I said two things I'm going to worship and then I'm also going to learn because those guys represent when it comes to backups I'm, those guys are excellent so I said I'm going to worship but then I'm going to learn I'm going to see how they do things and then begin to apply it to my own life. I want to see how they approach music. And if, if God grants me the privilege, why not, you know, talk with some of them. Get the, the pictures, you know, build relationships and everything. But the goal is to, yes, enjoy God's presence and to also learn. And so I had to tell myself, hey, Binga, you have to start going out more. Just go out. You know, visit places. Um, a concert happened last week, Sunday. Right, um Amazing live recording at Summit Bible Church, 360 degrees, blew my mind. I remember when I was on the, because I was at the balcony, I was at the gallery. And when they had started, you know, first of all, from their setting, it was so amazing. Um When, when they started the first session, I literally cried throughout the first session because it was so, so, so soothing. I enjoyed the music. But then I started, I saw people living out, my own dreams as a music person and it was telling me that these dreams right, this dream that you have is a a reality you can achieve it, these guys are doing it and I was just in tears because they built belief in me again built belief in me again and I loved it, I enjoyed it after the second session, you know, I left because I had to go for Kourinonia and other things but just those little moments of exposure have put me on a on a on a trajectory that is absolutely different. Now I know that this episode is a little bit long, but it's because I'm really pouring out my heart here. This is really for those who have decided to be, you know, who who claim or say that they're introverts or or are, are skeptical about being in circles that are greater than them, right? If you're in the right circle, trust me, you will grow. If you're in the right circle, trust me, you will grow something just happens to you you will grow and so I told myself that, ah, I think I'm going to really really expose yourself more and you know trust God to lead you to the right people and then be able to ask the right questions at the right times at the right time right? very very important for me and I think it's very important for us so dear Tyler today I'm asking you go outside just go outside There is a world beyond the world that you're creating in your mind. There is a world beyond the world that you're creating within your vicinity. There is so much more. Your mind cannot fathom the minds of other people. There is a creativeness that your mind cannot capture. You can glean from the creativeness of other people. People are doing things that you call call a challenge. They're doing it and they're succeeding. If you go outside, you could find a way out of it. People are really doing it. People are really living the life that you dream of while you lock up yourself in a room battling depression. People are doing it. It takes a lot of humility. A lot of humility. But I promise you, if you're in the right company, if you're in the right circle, right, your humility will pay. And that's why God says that He exalts the humble. He exalts the humble. There is something that humility does to the father lifts people causes him to lift people right so discern ask the lord to help you to discern which circles to be part of and the grace to be humble enough to sit down and learn and not to be intimidated enough to share from your own experience because even from your own little experience the little things that you know some of these people have not been exposed to it. For the fact that they're doing better than you doesn't mean that they've encountered some certain challenges you get. So your challenge may be able to help them from making those same mistakes. We all have something to offer, right? We all have something to offer. But even scripture says that the less is blessed of the greater. If you really want to seek blessings, you've got to go to people that have experienced something higher than you. Truly, go for that and be humble about it. Right, So let's just pray. Father, thank you for this opportunity again to share from my experiences and the things that you've been teaching me. Thank you, Father, because you've made a way out for us by the gift of men, the gift of people. And Father, we know that it's usually very difficult for some of us because some of us are introverts. Some of us have had very bad experiences with telling people our challenges. Some of us have had it really rough in public places but Lord we know because of your word it says that iron sharpens iron we know Father that we need the help of these gifts called men and so Father grant us the humility to be able to learn from these people grant us the grace to be able to listen to them and to take what they give us as instructions and to hold it dear to our hearts more than ever Father we ask oh God for discernment discernment in our actions Lord, that we would be able to do the right thing at the right time, meet the right people, ask the right questions. Help us Father, bring the right people to our lives and when they come, help us to cherish them with the whole of our heart Thank you Father because I know that you will be helping each and every one of us get the best out of our lives and the best out of our dreams and you will grant us the courage Lord, to go outside Thank you Father In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So I really hope that this episode blessed you. Um, More episodes keep on coming out. Right? So just keep on praying for me for inspiration. But more episodes keep on coming out. Right? So this is me signing out, Tyler. Remember that I love you. I believe in you. And I'm always rooting for you. Do have an awesome weekend. Bye.